the IBM Z applications and runtime podcasts. Your place to get the news, trends and direction for mainframe runtimes and environments. Hello and welcome to yet another episode in our podcast series, Application Platform Talks. And if you haven't been with our journey over the past year, then thank you. We hope you see value in it and we hope that you will continue listening to these uh, little chats that we have with experts from the runtimes and talk their, their insights into the, the topics that they, they hold dear. Now, I don't do this by myself. I'm aided and abetted by Tobias Leicher from Germany. So, Tozi, again, thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure as usual. Now, today we're joined by Steve Wallen, who is the uh, Kix Development Director. And he's going to tell us a little bit about his visions of uh, transaction processing and how he got to his uh, his current role of Kix Director and how he sees it panning out into the future. So, Steve, thanks for giving us your time today. Hi, Nick. Pleasure. Now, this recording will be made available at ibm.biz forward slash zpodcasts. And you'll find many more podcasts there, not only to do with the application platform, but DevOps and application development as well. So to kick off, Steve, before we go into your current role, let's hear a little bit about how you became involved with Mainframes and then how this led to you becoming the development director of Kix. Yeah, sure. So um, my, I guess my experience with the Mainframe started when I was at school. I did a, a two-week work experience at North Harbour IBM in the UK and um, you know, all, all the people there were using NOS and PROFs and interacting with mainframes to do work and supporting the UK customers on mainframes. So, you know, coming, coming from a British background, you know, my parents were fortunate enough to get us, you know, Spectrums and Commodores and, and home computers as I was growing up. But certainly that, that two-week experience in IBM opened my eyes to the, the, you know, the world of, of these big iron machines and what they were capable of. Um, and then... Subsequently, I was fortunate enough to get onto one of the IBM-sponsored degree schemes where I was working three days a week for IBM and then two days a week attending university. And then at the end of those three years, I, was, you know, I, had, a, I had a degree and, and IBM offered me a full-time role as a software engineer. So again, during those three years, I was part of the Kicks clients and gateways team. So very much about integration and and how does how do distributed platforms connect to and, and make access to services that were running on kicks on the mainframe so that was my indoctrination and then i've always had this bungee cord to the kicks organization it's an amazing place with such great people and so you know whether i've gone and worked in in messaging so i spent a few years working in message broker um whether i've you know taken different roles like i had in in the java team, you know, uh, leading the IBM runtimes missions with Java, Node, and, and Swift, um, or whether I'd taken a, you know, time away from IBM and I took a gap year out and lived in Canada and did snowboarding um, for a year and traveled around. You know, wherever I've moved, there's always been this attraction to get back to the Kicks team and continue working on such awesome technology with such great people. I think you, if my memory serves, you were probably the strategy manager as we embarked on version five, which was a major change in, in direction for, for Kicks with the uh, first, it was, I think we called it cloud enablement technology there. 
Yeah, we, I mean, this was, must have been around 2011, 2010, 2011. We were looking at, you know, where is the future of, of the technology going for kicks? And you know, we, we even had, I actually had a, a look at the deck a couple of years ago, and we had, you know, the terms hybrid cloud. Um, you know, we looked at how do applications and the platforms, um, and, and to some degree, the infrastructure as well, really work together to enable agile application delivery and and how do you do things like security in in those you know emerging technologies that we could see and certainly you know laying out a vision and a strategy and a set of actions that we needed to take for version 5 with all of the architects and and kicks leadership at the time you know I, I think gave me a great grounding in what our customers were looking to achieve and i guess you know where they were at the time and and I see great success has been achieved in that whole, you know, I think version five is now, you know, really, really supplanted for more than 10 years of that kicks journey. Um, and I think, you know, having you know, that experience in terms of building those strategies and working with the breadth of the team to create that, I think has helped us now as we look at this version six and 6.1 that we've just released, you know, where does that version six journey go and where does that take us? It's been a I think a fascinating evolution of you know, what has been a great 53 years so far and hopefully, you know, what lays out the next 50 years worth of or the beginnings of the next 50 years worth of kits. So you, you, you came from North Harbour where you were doing sort of six months general, generalised training. I'm sure the mainframes were front and central in, in that sort of education. And that brought you eventually to back to kicks in your current role. So what are you sort of working on now as uh, the development director? Yeah, so leading the Kicks organization, it's fascinating. Um, I've got everything from design, product management, the software engineers that build and develop Kicks, the support teams, as well as a services organization that goes out and helps customers do performance analysis and, and look at the health of their systems and provide a whole set of services to help customers continue to move forward with their environments. And, you know, that, that end-to-end view um, of, you know, creation, innovation, all the way through to how do we make sure that our customers are, are getting the best levels of service and support and we can provide, you know, that high-quality capability that customers absolutely rely on to run their business. Um, you know, that that empowerment, I guess, and that end-to-end view of a particular product stack and environment is, is certainly keeping me entertained and interested. And, and I've got a fantastic team that really do help deliver on what the customers are looking for out of that, that software stack. And as well as you know, the core Kicks transaction server capabilities on Z, uh, we're also you know, maintaining and, and creating the integration components as well for Z. So when we look at things like ZOS Connect, um, very much, you know, front and center in terms of how do we build RESTful JSON connectivity, not just to Kicks, but actually to all the subsystems on the platform, as well as some of the tooling uh, for performance analysis and, and again, looking at how the applications are behaving on the platform, as well as um, we're now obviously on the journey to containerization and looking at how do we bring a much more consistent approach to orchestration and management of applications, whether whether they're running on Kicks. Or on or on other platforms, how do we bring a much more single point of view and perspective to to managing and looking after and deploying you know, an application estate that crosses multiple different types of infrastructure? So as I've always been kind of a very kicksy person myself as well, because I went uh, to Hursley in my studies and I 
feel that little bit of what do you say bungee rope uh, yeah. <laughs> to me either um so so i always felt like that the kicks team is kind of a speedboat within the ibm z organization so what what do you think is next coming up for the for the future release you already mentioned we are now in version six so we actually finally had a version change so what do you think are the next big topics that the kicks team will actually focus on Yeah, so I mean, we released the version six in con you know in concert with the Z16 platform, and you know this new technology base on the Telem processor, where we have things like uh, quantum safe encryption, where we have inference on chip, uh, where we can accelerate you know many of those AI patterns um, in, in a much better way for transactional workloads that run in Kicks. When we look at some of the security and compliance patterns and, and regulatory controls that we're trying to help our customers with, I think all of those elements come together to, to continue to simplify developers' lives and the lives of people that are managing these systems. And, and, and that's really been what's underpinned Kix's success, um, you know, is really bringing in those those services those components that that developers can rely on to accelerate you know their application creation and take away a lot of the 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 pain of looking after what are high volume you know application serving style in, environments and so you know, with version six, that really does to stamp i think a new era in what we've got with the kicks technology and, and what it's doing is building on that 53 years of experience and knowledge and innovation to really you know, catapult us through into the hybrid cloud world of you know, continuing to, to build much deeper integration technologies. You, know, you can look at the journey that we've been on you know, all the way through from you know, SNA and, and, and 3270 through you know, socket-based workloads, SDK-based uh, integration with things like the Kix Transaction Gateway, now through to, to web services, whether they're you know, WSDL or JSON and now you know, ZOS Connect, uh, really pulling, you know, pulling through on the simplicity of building um, you know, facades of Kick services that allow you know, developers to consume ZOS capabilities at a, a much faster and, and easier rate than they've ever done before. You know, combining that with you know, on-chip inference and AI acceleration such that you know, every request could, could potentially have some level of inference, help it make decisions. Um, and containerizing the workload such that deployment and scalability and, and fit for placement workload decisions can be made much uh, much easier across the organization. When it comes to the cost of delivering IT, I certainly think there's a shift now much more towards sustainable IT and, and what is the environmental impact of you know, each and every transaction that we're running and how can we lower that you know, energy consumption And make sure that what we've built is something that not only can be supported for the for the long term, but actually is driving, you know, continuously driving a, a lower base of consumption when it comes to you know, the resources that are required for for IT. And I really like when you what, that you bring up that point because I think that is also something when we talk about sustainability, most people think about about the carbon footprint and maybe about the energy consumption, but also having a, a software product. And maintain that software product and enhance that software product for like decades. It's also a way of sustainability, especially when it comes to to personnel. Because I think in future we will not just have the issue of getting enough energy, but we will also have the issue that we become less people working on on even more IT in future because there's so much IT growing. And uh, even though world population is still growing, I think 
we will get limited resources at one point in time. And I, I like that you brought that up. And I think that is also a very successful thing that the Kicks team is doing of maintaining what was good in the past, refactoring it in a way so that it can be integrated, as you said, and then also build new things on top. I think that is also a very important bit that you just touched on. Yeah, absolutely. And we've we've got a program in the UK called Extreme Blue, where we have students come in for 12-week projects over the summer. And and one of those projects is working with a, a UK retailer on you know their sustainability programs. And they've very much started with a focus purely on you know, what are the supply chain um, energy footprints in terms of bringing a product to market. And it was the retailer that actually turned around to the group and said, no, 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 you know, That is part of the story. And I think you know, with Z, when you look at the, the hardware that we produce, there's a fantastic sustainability story with how and where we source the materials and the recyclability of those materials. But, but the retailer actually told the team, not only do we look at the supply chain pieces, but we look at the, the life cycle of the things that we sell as well. So, you know, they, they had um, uh, pots and pans for cooking, as an example. You know, they're making those pots and pans and they're giving a lifetime guarantee for them and so what they're saying there around sustainability is you know we're making high quality components and whilst there may be some materials contained in there that might not be deemed um, you know the best characteristics in terms of individual sustainability what we're doing is we're making those elements last you know as long as possible and actually that's where they're seeing the best returns on their sustainability efforts Also, uh, building on what you said uh, and what Toby was saying, we recently interviewed Lewis James. One of the great quotes that came out of the talk that we had was, being in kicks, you'll never be bored. Yeah. That was that was built upon the fact that, yes, kicks has been around a long time, but it's continually evolving. It's embracing new technologies. You yourself said you came from that Runtimes team where you were with different languages. Kicks isn't just an assembler or COBOL or PL1. You know, it embraces all these other languages as well. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I got into computers because I wanted to be a software engineer. And I think what Kix looks to do is embrace technology that will sustain. And so whilst a lot of the time I feel like we're almost in a fashion industry rather than an engineering industry, lots of trends, you know, <laughs> lots of trends come and go. Um, and I think the, the art and, and what our you know, architecture and leadership team really focuses on is, is trying to pick and choose technology that, that is going to be pervasive, that is going to last the test of time. And, you know, when, when, When I look at technologies like you know, moving through the languages and bringing Java into Kix, you know, we were doing that very early on in Java's what is it, 25-year history now. Yeah. Um, when you look at technologies like eventing, you know, Kafka's absolutely starting to come through as a popular technology for delivering um, information across an application architecture. Kix has been doing events now for, what is it, 12, 13 years, something like that, you know, where we introduced the idea of adding events, you know, um, without changing your applications, you know, doing that at a system level and being able to sort of inject and, and extract events from applications. And so now that we've had that technology embedded in the product for so long, it becomes much easier for us to integrate into Kafka and eventing, you know, systems because, you know, 
someone had the foresight many years ago to go have an investigation and look at that technology and could see the value in it and the value that it could bring bring both to kicks but also you know the customer applications that are running on that platform so i think you know we've made very strategic deliberate decisions and and as always some of them don't pay off but i actually think we've got a very good hit rate of of choosing the right technologies that will last and that our customers can really extract a huge amount of value from which which is maybe a, a very good a good question that follows on to that we we pick and choose the right technology but i think another topic that we get or that we hear from customers often is oh yeah and we can't find young people and nick already mentioned we talked to louis recently and um so 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 what do you think is the success factor for for the kicks team here because i think when i look at the kicks team it always has been very well balanced age wise so there have been always very young people there have been people in the middle ages but also very experienced people so what what is it you do there to attract still new talent and to get people on board so i mean front of my mind is is it a great place to work you know, do people feel like they're contributing to you know, the larger mission do they feel engaged do they have a team around them that are supportive and that everyone is open to sharing skills and experiences and and helping each and every one of us be the best version of ourselves that we can be like have we got a culture that is enabling those factors so that you know people within the team feel those things and 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 that is really what we're continuously trying to improve and achieve upon and in the same way that you know we're looking to add capabilities and improve the product offerings and and deliver customer value we're also looking at ourselves as a team in in the way that we operate in the way that we deliver and i think that that agility you know that agile focus that that we brought in i think it was probably somewhere around you know, 2006 and 7 when that agile transformation really started i think that's helped us you know reimagine what it's like to work within an organization and and how the team takes control of their devops pipeline and their testing methodologies and the way and how in which they they are successful and i think you know i, I hope and 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 i i look to create an environment and a culture that really does you know foster and provide a catalyst for for people to feel successful and you know in that success i guess you know they get rewarded recognized um and that they feel like they can move into roles that continue to allow them to grow and and you know i look at my own career and kicks being within you know and and coming back to continuously the kicks organization has provided me with so many opportunities Uh, and that's really you know being both part of the kicks organization part of the hersley lab environment and culture and, and innovation and history that's there as well as the broader ibm and that you know focus on on the investment that we all make as individuals in learning and collaborating and working as part of you know uh, an organization that really is looking to to change the world on a regular basis and provide the technology that allows us to do that Yeah, I think I, I just had this morning a very similar call to to, to an interested person uh, that was interested in IBM, and and that's what I told them as well. So that the Z, and especially Hersley, from from my point of view, um, area is a is a nice little familiar thing. It's not like you just work. It gives you it gives you the feeling of of belonging, and it gives you the chance to work on something that really matters. Because most of the systems that we run are not just like canteen plans or 
don't know what whatever it might be it, it is really the core critical systems and as you say i think this type of purpose probably helps to actually motivate people and i think i can just try to convince all our listeners as we have these discussions re very regular with all the customers that they say oh we can't find people i think you need to be a little bit proud of what we actually do and also give the right perspective and not just run around and say yeah and then we have this mainframe and we actually want to get rid of it no just say even if you want to if if there are people in your company that want to do that that is not the way to attract young people but if you help them to say yeah, we have these systems they are very core to our to our company but also to the to the to the business uh, worldwide and we need someone to transform them with us that is like a very strong message and i think it's still very attractive for a lot of young people to work in such an environment so thank you a lot steve for that for that insight yeah and, and i also think there is a level of perception um or misperception you know some people think you know this main the mainframe technology the z technology is somehow harder than any other type of computer to to get into There was a, a great story recently from a customer where um, you know, they had looked to transform some COBOL to Java. And, and there were Java developers who were using the COBOL comments within the Java code to make changes because the Java was too hard to understand. And so, you know, this company said, oh, we can't get COBOL developers. Well, actually, your Java developers were being very successful in reading and understanding the COBOL more than they were the Java code that it was looking to replace. And so... I think there's some fascinating stories around you know the misconceptions and and actually you know we we can bring people in that are highly motivated and interested and and skill them up and we've got programs with universities around the world where we're working with companies educating you know young professionals and and they're finding it a great place to be and work and the technology you know has a huge amount of currency and innovation in it and it it absolutely is is not you know Is, is not old and archaic, it's absolutely pushing boundaries and leading the way um, on a foundational base that, that has been there for, for many years and proven to be successful. And, and I guess going to conferences like, like the Share User Group Conference or GSE uh, in, the, in Europe, in Nordics and, and what have you, you get to uh, interact and discuss with uh, clients, customers, and you see the passion that they still have for the mainframe. I mean, I think For a conference, yes, you do your one-hour stand-up presentation or whatever, but the real value is in all the discussions that take place. They People will come up to you at a coffee, dinner, whatever, and, and have these discussions like your Java discussion you had recently and people putting comments in the COBOL code to understand. That whole community aspect that keeps and the mainframe engender I think has helped for its longevity. Totally, you know the the whole ecosystem, the the partners that we have, the technology providers that deliver tools and and support and services and build applications that our customer uses absolutely enabled this you know this environment to thrive. And where am I at right now? I think um, over the last year or so, what I feel is is a renaissance and an understanding for the capabilities that the Z platform and Kicks can provide, and and more than ever, customers are looking at some of their most difficult problems, and actually seeing the technology that we've we've created and have as part of that platform, as delivering absolutely on the needs that they've got from a business perspective. And so, you know, I, I think right now we've certainly got the momentum. 
um, we've got the interest and we've got the traction. And, and we, we need to harness and use that, I think, to continue to grow. You know, Z, the Z environment has shown to have, you know, what, uh, a 3x capacity increase over the last 10 years. So it, it's certainly growing at a, a healthy rate. But in order for that to keep growing, we, we just need to keep that momentum on bringing new people in, helping them understand the value, training and educating. And, and I think you know, the more we can do that, the more people will be able to join that you know, renaissance, understanding what, what this machine's capable of um, or the technology stack is capable of and, and you know, help us to continue that journey yeah, for decades to come. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, Steve. And, and, and thank you for, the, for sharing your journeys because i think it is journeys in the plural because you know you've had a journey from the spectrum to the z16 you've had a journey from universal clients through java worked run times back using your bungee jumps yeah. back into kicks so thank you for sharing with us that and i think you you give inspiration as well to to all of us that we we can succeed and we don't have to be on the new sexy things that may only last three or four years. This th- this thing that's been going, started with a system 360, is a vibrant platform still. And there's you'll never be bored. Absolutely. You know, there's there's always something new, right? You would have thought after 50 years we would have perfected it. Um, but, <laughs> but we're still working on it, right? There's there's always something new. And and I think yeah, that certainly keeps me excited and interested, and and I look forward to the future because it really is it really is an interesting place to be. Yep, thank thank you very much, Steve. Awesome, thanks, Nick. And maybe maybe before we wrap it up just a little uh, hint to our listeners because um it, it is always hard to broadcast these things we talked about conferences there's like an immediate feedback people say something people give some feedback and maybe uh, we would appreciate something like that as well so um we broadcast it in the wild we we see that we have listeners out there which we are very happy for so if you have comments if you have topics that you want us to talk about if you have like um people that you want us to talk about with something or if you want to talk with us, just let us know, send us a note, send us an email. We are very happy to get some feedback and um, looking forward to hear from you. And with that, over to Nick to the last words. <laughs> very well put, Toby, very well put. So if you want uh, more IBM Z podcasts ranging from DevOps and application development, and of course, our own application platform series, please check out ibm.biz forward slash Z podcasts. But for now, from Nick, Toby and Steve, it's goodbye and hopefully see you on our next podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye.